Welcome back. It's a Tuesday night, which means Chopped is on. But truthfully, Chopped is almost on every night now. There's just a few successful shows that really just carry an entire network. I'd say Chopped is this uh, this network's real bread and butter. Alright, first up we got Alan Fisher at a restaurant named Sylvia. He uses the word rustic elegance uh, to describe his own cooking. Looks like he's got fire. He's also got mussels with some corn and cilantro. So this looks like he takes himself pretty seriously. I haven't seen him smile yet. Um, I will let you guys know the first time he smiles. Looks like we got chicken on a plate. This is just him uh, kind of like showing himself. Uh, his final thing was his arms were crossed and he kind of like pouted. Now we have a, a lady from Portland, Maine. She says she's famous for her cast iron fried chicken and buttermilk biscuits. Still, I guess she smiled when she was talking. She has a son. The son is elderly. <laughs> I mean, like he's a teen, but but the way they set it up, you think it's gonna be this cute kid, and it's like a, basically a grown man. <laughs> Next, we have a Vietnamese man. Um, oh, he is beautiful. Whoa, I didn't even see all those tattoos. Holy smokes, ladies and gentlemen. I am distracted by this guy's beauty. Gotta learn his name. And now we have a chef named Sebastian. Dang, they got some lookers. Oh no, this guy's for the sanctuary. Oh, he works. I might have eaten his food. Oh, this is great. Okay, well, I have to find him, I guess. <laughs> um, he is not born here. He is living the American dream. He's from Poland. Interesting. Uh, there's controversy over um, whether or not my family is actually Polish or not. It's a true story. Um, I would use that as a pickup line for that guy, surely. Um, so... Uh, three men, one woman. Not looking good odds for the ladies. We got frozen taquitos. We got one dozen eggs. They got brown eggs. Frozen corn. Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. I have a cold. And homegrown basil. So it's dead. <laughs> Just kidding. But honestly, I don't know. I've had such poor luck with homegrown basil as they're labeling it on this round this entree round 20 minutes on the clock uh the woman's name is figgy um as in figgy pudding she does not look thrilled about handling the taquitos she's trying to break them apart she did just mention drinking beer on tv she's making a taquito and chorizo hash with a poached egg and she's gonna add corn and red peppers to quote unquote give it a give little, little fresh fresh fresh. I think that's too much corn. Personally, I think he did too much. Honestly, she made a hash too, so 
immediately I doubt her capabilities as a chef and a creative cook where in uh for lack of anything else to do you just I'll just throw it all together and make it salty you know that's not I don't consider that cooking so we have a grill master as a judge I've seen her before she has red hair it's very straight tonight we have um the ICAG Alex Gornshelly straight face oh it looks like we're doing uh chilaquiles on allen with a creamed corn and basil something that's actually okay i like that you're using the eggs he's cooking the eggs directly in a sauce he's got some peppers um he said smoky flavor so i don't think it's a chipotle that'd be usually it comes in chipotle and adobo it looks like he's just got some dried i don't know what it is is it a guajillo? Is it an ancho? Is it an Anheim? It's big. It's dark. It's reddish. All right. Sebastian from Poland is making a corn and pineapple puree. What? What is he doing? Alex Gorn Shelley said the word chefy touches. Oh, and then Scott Connett's here. So cool. Stefan Brzezinski. Wow, so this is a true delight for the eyes, this man. <sighs> Shit, and I've already forgotten his name. Makes me feel like a terrible person. I guess I won't be making him my husband tonight. Um, so Stefan is making chicken taquito and corn lettuce wrap. I assume he's going to be uh, incorporating the Vietnamese flavors. I say that because I'm pretty sure he just said that. Uh, I read it on the teleprompter as I was bloviating on about nothing. Uh, so we've got vinegar into water because eggs are being poached by Figgy. She said the words firm and intact. We have... Uh, honestly, I don't even want to talk to... <laughs> talk about her because she's so disappointing she's just making a hash she put no creativity into it zero creativity points Figgy is I don't want to say disappointment to women nah, that's messed up but she's a disappointment to cooking that's for sure what if this guy's name is Stefan and I just uh zhuzh it up way too far um as always the Volume is on seven. The teleprompter, quote unquote, now the subtitles are on. And Inglés, with me outside, are the two feral kittens. They're now like teen cats um, who were born on my roof, who now have come down. And uh, since last time, I touched both cats um, briefly. I didn't think they appreciated it, but I hovered my hand over one kitten and then uh i got to stroke the kitten's little ear so they are gaining my trust uh day in and day out of providing the food i love them i will make them mine uh it appears that their names are now cosmo and kenneth and it's very sweet though that being said you know the status of the kittens is it's really in jeopardy now because my neighbor came and talked to me and she said quote-unquote why are you feeding these cats uh i 
defended in my actions. So jokes on me, and I knew that when I, you know, was shit. Alan, I believe his name still hasn't smiled. Haven't gotten not like nothing brings joy to this man. What thought? Is it just pure concentration? Is it what is it? You know, because you can be so concentrated, but you can have. Uh, a little spark in your eye. You can have an essence of joy. Look, Figgy is smiling. Figgy has a broad ass grin. I saw top and bottom teeth. Could be she just has literally a giant mouth. So like, works for some people. Um, Stefan, uh, he is sweating a lot. Is he sweating into the food? It is gross sometimes watching how hot and sweaty these contestants get under those lights in a working, you know, commercial kitchen. And, oh, Figgy's dancing. Figgy. Figgy, Figgy, Figgy. What are you doing dancing? She had trouble finding some kind of sauce. Oh, my goodness. If it's sriracha. Figgy, you're so whack. You did a hash, and then you went and grabbed. Just let me let me top it with hot sauce. This is disappointing, Stefan. Not Stefan, Sebastian. Sebastian put up a beautiful plate. Holy smokes! Yeah, that is some pretty plating. He works at a very nice restaurant here in Phoenix where celebrity chef Bo McMillan is executive chef, I believe. And um, he's there cooking. And then this fool, Sebastian, is there too. And that plate is beautiful. Um, Alan's plate looks like garbage. Literally. Looks like you ate corn chowder. You threw up corn chowder. You put some uh, tortilla points on a plate. It looked like he over-fried the his tortillas he took a tortilla he cut it in four he threw it in a fryer he put some salt on it but guess what he left it in the fryer about a minute too long he's saying he's made he poached the egg in a spicy tomato sauce with the basil cream crispy tortilla chips poached egg um tim allen's face just now look looking down onto the food he gave a look of dissatisfaction that can only have equated to the thought, glad I don't have to eat that. So right off the bat, he's getting ripped for, you know, lack of flavor, saying he needs more garlic, saying the egg tastes like tofu, really not getting good response. I, oh, he did try and smile, like his outside mouth went from frown to straight, so it was like a smile. All right, now we have Figgy and her hash. Alex Corner Sherry. Sherry, whoa. <laughs> Alex Corner Shelly, not looking impressed. Scott Connick, talking with his hands. He did just make, he took his right index finger, he pointed it up to the sky, and then he whipped it around in a circle as to like draw a circle in the air. But he was smiling and he put a little shoulder into it. So, you know. Let me run my hands through that here. 
That's all I'm going to say. Um, just kidding. Good reviews from Figgy. Again, they're talking about this son. Like, he's not, like, ready to go get a job. Like, this kid is 14 years old. She's getting decent reviews, and Alex Warren Shelley uh, said the sweet potato was undercooked. Mushroom aioli, chicken taquito lettuce wrap from Stefan. And so he nice entered a little information about himself or uh, Vietnamese people. And uh, he said that chicken is a luxury. It's crazy. That's true. Okay, so I have to fact check it. I don't know why he'd lie about that. He is getting good, good reviews. And he is now getting bad reviews. It was kind of hard to figure out what was happening, but they were saying that basically his flavor profile wasn't Vietnamese enough. Uh, Scott said he wanted sour, sweet, spicy. Uh, and now we have Sebastian's dish, which is just gorgeous. Oh my goodness. Uh, frisée salad, fried basil, soft-boiled egg, getting compliments on making an elegant plate with dollar ingredients. He's getting critique on just using the taquito on the plate as a taquito. Because that actually is incredibly whack. Like, you could have done so much. You could have just taken that filling out, done something with it. And uh, he's getting got a little guff for that. But I think ultimately you'd keep him in the second round at least just to see um, what kind of plate he puts up because it was really artfully, thoughtfully plated. You know, like a vertical line of food that had the perfectly you know, kind of soft-boiled egg on a bed of this yellow sauce with a fried basil leaf sticking up and a crispy tortilla kind of thing. That's cool. It's very beautiful. I don't think they're chopping him. Figgy looks nervous. She literally just pulled her chin all the way back into her neck, like, whoop. Oh, no, they're still there. Alan, not smiling. We got a reaction shot from, I don't know, the chop chat, the chop chat, chop chat with your chap, JP. Here I am. Pretty poor showing, I'd say. First round, no fue muy bien. And who is it gonna be? Stefan, most beautiful boy. That was disappointing. And it was for lack of flavors, lack of having, you know, decidedly Vietnamese flavor profile. What a weird and ironic and cruel way to go but mm, he's gonna do fine in life yeah hold your head up high but he's a little bit you know hold, hold his head a little bit lower now at least when he comes back home to the family so sucks for me <sighs> on to basket two we're in the entree round we made it beef tripes stew mm. Um, Figgy's touching her forehead. She doesn't know what to do. Chicken legs. Interesting. Broccoli and instant mashed potatoes. So what's kind of the theme of these baskets? You've just kind of got some mid-range products. 
I call them household staples. Um, and then like a piece of garbage. So first round it was the taquito. This round it's the instant mashed potatoes. No offense if that's what y'all like. It's cool. Um, we see beef taquitos growing up. Costco, get like a 60 pack. Everybody had them. So this beef tripe stew looks pretty rough because it comes in a can and you've got a nice rich orangey brown thickness in a can with some chunks in it. So, I mean, it's not quite a pink sauce, but it might as well be. So into the pan, Alan has brought chicken into the pan. In comes the chicken. He's using those chopsticks to turn the chicken. So you know he's a good, good boy. Um, the other judge whose name I've yet to learn is still talking. Alex Guarnaschelli, not smiling. She doesn't seem thrilled to be here. And it's funny because even though this airs, you know, nighttime setting... I'm sure they film this at like 10 a.m. on a Tuesday. You know, like she has got a million other things to do. She's just here for this chop taping. You know, she's got uh, a restaurant. Yeah, it's no big deal. She's Alex. Scott, I don't know what else he's got going on because he is not here at Mora Italian cooking up my pasta. But I wish he was. Oh, but man, that's some good pasta. So let's see, what's Sebastian doing? He loves making his chicken stuff with anything. His exact words. So he's making chicken stuff with chorizo and beef tripe stew. Okay, interesting. So the chorizo and the beef tripe stew go into a pan. Rendering out that flavor. Just kidding, he's rendering out the fat. And then putting some flavor in it by putting in the beef stew, which is a basket ingredient. Alan, still not smiling. Uh, is he making risotto? That is such a risky maneuver. And I haven't seen the judges give him a hard time about it yet. That must mean that he's going to execute it correctly. If he was making risotto and... They knew in the editing room that he was about to dairy cow beef it. They would have cut that in to the judges talking about how making risotto is so risky on the show and so few get it right. Sebastian is grating a lot of breadcrumbs. He had the cheese grater and he took the baguette and he just grated the hell out of the baguette directly onto the cheese grater and the breadcrumbs coming everywhere. Did he use it inside the stuffing or did he use it uh, as a coating as he dropped his roulade style chicken breast, chicken thighs, into the fryer? All right. And now Alan's worried about his potatoes. Sebastian's running through the kitchen. This guy is making risotto and he's saying everything tastes good together. So, you know, do you trust his palate? Taste and see, I guess. We've got fried chicken from Figgy. I think that's, like, of course, if that's what she's known for, she's going to make a fried chicken. 
Wow. I'm really impressed with Sebastian's kind of, well, I was going to say with his little presentation, it's like a little, I don't know, I don't want to call it a knish. It's got a proper term where the chicken is filled and then rolled and then crispy and it made like a very nice tiny little packet. It was cute. Um, now we're plating and it's stressful. Risotto's going into the bowl. Sebastian's got his tiny chickens on a plate. We've got some drizzling. Sebastian's running for some cheese. What is he doing with seconds to spare? There is so much stress right now. Sebastian is cool as a cucumber and probably because we don't... Oh, did he not get the cheese on there? Did he walk over there to get cheese and then he didn't get cheese on there? Um, he said he's proud of his dish. Um... So I'm really confused, and I really hope they address it in the judging. Well, what the hell just happened with the cheese grater and Sebastian? Because they're editing it, like, with seconds to spare. He's getting cheese, and then he gets there, and he doesn't get the cheese on the plate. So we got to address this. We got to figure this out. We do this together. That's what they say. Instant mashed potatoes looks like flour. Okay, stuffed broccoli and beef, tripe, and chorizo. This is from Sebastian. Alex is saying the dill is good. <laughs> of course she is. Who's not going to jump at the chance to say that? The guest just is saying that he's an inventive chef and that he quote-unquote MacGyver stuff. She said, I expect you to build a car, honestly. It's kind of a weird generalization, but whatever. Uh, now Scott Khan's about to rip on him because he, uh, he says the chorizo mutes a lot of the flavor. So what else, whatever else is going on, it's just being pushed to the side by chorizo and it's loudness. Uh Oh, now he's getting another sad face. He didn't put enough broccoli on the plates. Um, and Alex, uh, kind of like. Gave him one of those, like, supportive scolds because he defended his choices. And she was like, you should defend yourself. Stand by what you made. I was like, damn, Alex, whoa. Now she's kind of getting into it. Okay, now she's given the judge a hard time for serving Scott Conn at Risotto, like, at all. Like, why would you even bother? I wouldn't want to serve Scott pasta, you know. He, uh, he's getting good reviews i guess and he's getting he's getting decent reviews i guess for the execution but scott did say he thinks the flavor could be amped up a little bit maybe a little bit of butter and cheese to finish it is what he's saying um so really we needed some cheese that's okay so even though it wasn't foreshadowing it kind of was because they're talking about the cheese they didn't really talk about the cheese with sebastian um, alright, figgy buttermilk fried chicken and a bunch of other junk. Alex smiled. Looked kind of like a fake smile, though. Oh, she picked up the bone. She went for it. Guest judge. Guest judge said it's delicious. And Scott's commending her on the spices. He's saying, quote unquote, it's so good. And she's getting, she's gotten the best reviews out of everyone. So, figgy... The odds were against you, but now you, I think you got it. I think you're taking it all the way. And who's it going to be? 
who's gonna which of the two boys because Biggie's definitely gone through we'll have to listen and get a better sense I don't really have faith in either of them I think they did uh, just mediocre jobs so either Sebastian's gonna get chopped for his um, lack of broccoli or his overpowering chorizo or um, Alan's gonna get chopped for his lack of uh, adequacy in his risotto presentation and we're going to a commercial break good cut suspense mounting who's gonna get chapped who's gonna be risotto Alan you're going home interesting again I think the editing kind of did some funny stuff tonight they really play with our emotions in ways that we normally wouldn't expect them to where they ah, it's so funny they didn't talk about how it's so hard to execute risotto correctly on the show and the time frame blah 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 because technically he did a good job with his risotto however his lack of flavor um sent him home so ultimately like you know risotto is not a basket ingredient and that took over plus figgy just did such a slam dunk with her chicken that it was really just between him and sebastian and sebastian i guess did good but they both uh are two cool people i guess i don't know anything about them Okay, what do we have? Blueberry muffin mix. Someone's going to do a dump cake. Um, cream cheese. Carrots. White wine ice cubes. Pop them in. Interesting. So, you grind up the ice cubes and with some fresh blueberries, make a, like a granny tay. With the blueberry, you make, again, we're going to, we're going to call that blueberry back with, um, I guess you don't have to use a blueberry. Oh, well, blueberry, blueberry callback. I don't know. I prefer maybe a blackberry in the granite. But the, yeah, I think that would play nicely off the blueberry. And because you can put some of the blackberry, there you go, into the blueberry compote, which is going to go kind of like at the bottom. So we're going to... Honestly, I would just play it fast and loose with the whole thing and focus on the other elements. But you put the blackberries and the blueberries and the, you know, maybe like a bottom of a sheet pan with some sugar on it, dollop of butter, and then you kind of just like top it off with the cake mix. And then I would focus on this cream cheese frosting of some kind. I think that obviously that's what it was. Oh, and the dump cake. Maybe take it back, make it like a carrot cake, spices. Okay, so it looks like Sebastian's kind of going the same way. He's making a berry sorbet um, with the white wine ice cubes. Oh, blackberries. Sebastian, we're too kind. We're too of a kind. And he's pouring it back into the ice cubes, repurposing it. Interesting. As I said before, not the way I would go. I would go like a, like a granite, a slush. Something like that. I think that would be really nice on the judge's palettes. I'm thinking about like herbal element too. What would be really nice 
what's nice rosemary basil is always really nice with the berry um figgy's making a gelato did she just melt a giant thing of ice cream oh it's the cream cheese okay oh and she's quote unquote trying to get to the ice cream machine first oh and she fucked up because guess what she didn't get to the ice cream machine first Sebastian did the unexpected, which is exactly what he said he was going to do, and that's make a sorbet, which doesn't, it does require the ice cream machine, the ice cream maker. Oh, Figgy is so mad. She's looking over. She's glancing constantly. Oh, she asked him, how much longer on your ice cream? And she said, as soon as possible. Hey, man, it's a game. Oh, no. Did he overturn it? Oh, now she's got to clean it, too. Did he clean it? He didn't clean it. Oh, she didn't clean it. Oh, no. Figgy is pissed. And by pissed, I mean pissed. Um, after you use the ice cream machine, you're supposed to run hot water through it. Um, otherwise, you get the flavor of the other ice cream. Seems like you know standard but she really rushed him to get it out of there so i understand why he was like fine <laughs> you want the ice cream maker so bad take it i don't care you know my mom hates you just kidding he doesn't all right now we're back to the show figgy is cleaning out the ice cream maker we're really getting into this and it's gonna come back during the judging she's gonna do bad on the ice cream or she's gonna hit it just all the way out of the park with the ice cream and she's gonna talk about how stressful it was waiting for the ice cream maker or it's gonna taste like berries and it's gonna taste weird <laughs> did you not clean out the ice cream maker and then she'll say well normally you're supposed to blah 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 um so she has got the brulee torch out again beautiful plating he has just a berry uh a, a strawberry in a nice fan and then he's blow torching it and he had some crumbs on the plate and he's blowtorching the crumbs, caramelizing that sugar. You get a nice warm brown. And she's cutting the ice cream out of the ice cream maker. What is going on? Ice cream scoop. Uh-oh. This ice cream is becoming a problem. She's counting it down. She didn't have an ice cream scoop. Get it into the bowl. That is a very cute looking plate from Sebastian. Oh my goodness. Figgy did it again where she pulled her neck into her chin. And she opened her eyes as wide as they could open. Her eyeballs almost popped out of her head. Which makes me think that they really did take it to the wire. Because her plates look like garbage. <laughs> Uh, she physically was putting her fingers on the ice cream, just trying to get it into the bowl. Which, again, is if you think about you're going to a restaurant to experience this. Oh, it's so gross. Like, oh, let me just put my paws in your cup of ice cream real quick. 
So she looks like she just literally did exactly what I said with like kind of the dumb cake, but I would have done a different uh, kind of side. She said my touch, your touch. They keep saying your touch. It's such like a funny um, word that they're latching onto. Again, like they don't have to use all these words. They don't use the judge's full statements. Everything that's funny about this show is left in on purpose. I truly believe these editors find the worst in these people and just like run with it. It's pretty cool. Um, he's saying oats and grains are crisps, but it's extremely soupy. Ugh, he just poured off like a brown sludge from the bottom of his basically fruit cup. So Sebastian made little kind of like fried empanadas almost half moons media lunas a fried dough filled with carrot cream cheese um and alex is saying it's very bright and she's saying that i like the way you use the carrots um but he's saying uh-oh the berries and the wine are a little sour together just to bring it back wow Oh, interesting. So he's getting docked on his sorbet. I would have gotten docked on this too. The wine hasn't been cooked out, so it's alcoholic. And now they're asking him what he's going to do with the $10,000. He's saying that he's about to pay it forward. What? That's crazy. They asked him what he's going to do with $10,000. He said he has a friend who wants to go to culinary school and he would, like, help him go because a lot of people helped him when he was struggling. Wow, man, that's amazing. I guess when you don't need the money, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I think he, if he lives here and he's anything above, you know, I don't know, prep. What, is he, what if he's socier? He's probably lives a pretty chill life. It's probably a life as chill as my life. Which is very chill. This whole this whole reason we live here. So, if he doesn't have a child, he probably has many ten thousands of dollars in the bank because he doesn't just bleed money. Not that I wouldn't. I have have it in a way. I love being a mother. I love my daughter. But childcare is expensive, you know. All right. So now we're just like going back over the plates, and honestly, it doesn't even matter because. I mean, Sebastian Switzer is so beautiful. Literally every plate is artfully plated. They're dogging him on his teaspoon of broccoli. But Figgy, entree around, she kind of won it with that uh, chicken. and Everyone really liked the chicken. She could have won the whole game with that chicken, honestly. They were like, Figgy, what you did in the dessert round was disgusting. And Sebastian, you're probably one of the most beautiful people we've had on the show. Tied maybe with Stefan, who we met in the first round. But somebody's getting chopped. And it's going to be Sebastian. Who's it going to be? Sebastian. I knew it. Way to go, girl. You did it. When everybody plays just like mediocre, one flavorful dish is enough to win it all. So way to go, Figgy. Bring us some figgy pudding. Nice. Dum dum. Okay. Love you guys. See you next time. Bye.